today on a very special breakdown poker podcast with Grant and Jonathan. It's a 5100 game from Live at the Bike. It's a cash game, and it's two luminaries from said game. That's right. It's Artie Paps, Art Papazian, WP Champion, and so on and so forth against Andy, the guy who drives everyone crazy with his poker game in a good way. Uh, this is a weird hand a little bit, and Artie Paps is put in a contorted position that does not feel great, I think, and he doesn't know what to do about it. And that's why we call it a very special breakdown, because perhaps tonight a hero will fall. We're going to find out right now on The Breakdown with Grant Dennison and Jonathan Levy. I was hoping you were going to get a little bit more into the very yeah, special episode really thing. Like the, what, all the like nine Chicago shows that come on every Wednesday and like every week. It's like on a very special Chicago helicopters. One of your favorite helicopters will explode. Will it be the gold one or the red one or the blue one? Yeah. Who will survive? Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. kind of stuff. You're right. I didn't, I didn't give it my full heart. And, uh, but you know. There's so much critique right now out there about my openings. So much critique, Grant. We just released a podcast today, and now that you're hearing this, it's probably three weeks later or something. Yeah. But um, which garnered a fair amount of acknowledgement on Twitter, I would say. We got um, some tweets about the opening, not in a bad way, but about what a bloody mess it was. And a lot of people really enjoyed the messiness of it. So I don't know why I don't just, I don't know why I just let my hair down a little more often, you know? Well, because it would get old if every single opening was you just completely losing your shit and being as unprofessional as humanly possible. <laughs> would that get old? <laughs> I'm not convinced it would. Here's a, here's a comment from a listener slash viewer. This is from YouTube, and it's from our YouTube show Poker Time, but it's about so much stuff. I felt it was appropriate to read. Okay. This is from John DiCarlo. He says, too much in one comment. Apologies up front. Grand did step it up with the zines because we made a whole bunch of zine jokes in our latest episode of Poker Time. But you're still in the, quote, poker guys would die without Jonathan, both YouTube and podcast mode. My favorite zine of all time was the pagan zine. Is that one of our jokes? I I no, I think he's actually talking about a real zine. Mm. Saddened that the DJ Academy hasn't savaged DJ Melody from Live at the Bike. My son now wants to do a science podcast with him as the Super Grant and me as the Jonathan... This, this just got insane. We just went from somewhat normal to craziness. I blame, you, I blame you for making him think it's possible. Well, a son can dream, John. He also says, English muffins are more useful in more situations, but you can't beat a, retang- a rectangular croissant filled with chocolate or maybe almond paste. Well, yeah, everyone knows that, John DiCarlo. You also can't beat a freaking... You know, help me out here, Grant. <laughs> An English muffin with strawberries and famous people help, on why it. Why would I? Famous people? Yeah. Why would I help you out? Like if John Cena was on that English muffin, you'd be like, I would have that instead of the, the croissant with nothing. Anyway, um, he also says, all right, there are a few things scarier than Grant staring at the camera while Jonathan does the intro. Oh, that's, that's about the breakdown. Yeah. That would not be about... Grant, time. Grant does have a psychotic look in his, in his face most of the time. Try and go for listening. We're going for a look of listening. You want to present as listening. I, I like to present smoldering intensity. <laughs> well, you always do that it's anyway. It's for the women. How about a listening smoldering? I don't <laughs> the know. The 3% of the audience that is women yeah. is what it's for. Anyway, just a little, uh, 
just a little thing I read out. I didn't read all of it, but I read some of it, and uh, that's what I did. Well, I you, you just like the it. part where he says that the, everything would die without Jonathan. Let's He's not po- forget there's another guy who's commented like six times on poker time. Oh, like God. Grant should find anybody else to do poker time with. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, he said it more than once. He hates me so. Assuming it's a he. We actually don't know if it's a he. It's uh, I think it's Zila Flow or something like that is the name. I'm just seeing if I can find it. Um, but yeah, it's weird. The, the hatred. Yeah, it is, it is a little and, weird. Because I feel like, you know, we do similar. T- we say similar type things. Am I crazy? It seems like it. I mean, according to this person, I say much better things than you. <laughs> All the time. And I have no use of any kind. I'm really looking for it now because I would love to find it, but I'm not, it's, I'm not seeing it. It's not worth our time right now. All right. Let's talk about other things. Let's talk about Mark Testart, a Hall of Famer from Australia. Yes. It's, to be fair, a little bit easier to get in the Hall of Fame in Australia. There's a smaller pool of people that you're fighting with. Yeah. But of course. I- so you're saying he's just in the all Aust- Australian Poker Guys Hall of Fame? No, he's in the overall Hall of Fame. I'm saying that Australians have an easier path to entry in general, though, for the Australian Hall of Fame because we like to represent countries equally. That's it's kind true. of it's kind of like the Electoral College. It's outdated, and we should honestly change the system. But we're not going to. No, just like the Electoral too, College. It's too much work. Um, but yeah, Mark Testart is a luminary of a suggester. He suggested this hand. It's from Live with the Bike. Good job, Mark. He of course used Twitter, included a YouTube link and a timestamp. Well, yeah. Because he knows what he's doing. Because the the toilets flush the opposite way there. That's why. Well, they don't, they, I mean, you push down on the, and it still flushes. Just the water goes in the opposite way, right? No, the toilets flush up. <laughs> you, you get covered in water. Up and out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Shout out Southern Hemisphere, yo. Okay. So anyway, this is a 5,100 game, cash game, live at the bike. Super cool. Already pop. Papazian. Yes, our Papazian. He's involved. It's been a little while since we've done an Artie Paps hand. It has been a minute, hasn't it? Yeah, and then there's, of course, also Andy, who is known crazy man of Live with the Bike. We just did an Andy hand pretty recently with him and Garrett where they both had straights. And Garrett made the most inexplicable fold. The most inexplicable fold that you could think of. Uh, It is hard to find a fold that I'm more confused about, even now, I will say. Like it goes past. Wow, this is one of the great folds I've ever seen. It's, it's like, like I don't see how actually it's possible. not possible. It's a, it has to be hell? a bad fold, actually. Like it's super weird. Yeah. Anyway, you can listen to that podcast separately. It's I don't know what it's called. Who cares? You'll find you'll find it. <laughs> Something so, about straights. It's on the poker guys stuff. <laughs> That's where we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is going great. This show. I, so far, I think killing it. So far, I think we are professional. I think we are eloquent. And I think we look really good. I don't know if it's a podcast. People can't see us. But if they could see us right now, they'd be like, wow, tuxedos. Yeah. I would say you could sound more confident, but you couldn't look more confident. Thanks. <laughs> You're welcome, I'm going to take that as a confident compliment. Mm, it was. I felt very good about it as I said it. I felt like that was going to land. One day we should wear tuxedos while we do a podcast and see if the result is different. Of course it will be different. For sure, it'll be different. You think we'll we'll speak with like high English accents and no, <laughs> but I think we will do a damn fine job for once. Yeah, well, there'll be care put into it because we'll we'll care about ourselves and so we'll care about the things we do for the look first good, time in years. Look good, feel good, work well. That's what they say, right? I guess it is now. Dress for the job you want, not the job you have. So in your case, that would be a caterer. It's what you want. <laughs> the I job love you have. to cook and then bring the food <laughs> elsewhere. <laughs> that is a passion of mine. Yes. Yeah. All right. Quiches, little mini quiches. So fifty and one hundred dollars are the blinds. Right. We only have six players at this table. Okay. Artie Paps is at the table. Andy's at the table. Yep. Andy is in the hijack. He's got sixty-eight thousand. Live with the bike changes the amount Andy has 
throughout the hand, actually. So 68,000 is probably what he has, but he could have a lot more than that because he's got just massive amounts of chips in front of him. At the beginning of the hand, they say he has 30,000 by the end. They're giving him 68. So it's not going to factor, but he has a lot of chips in front of him. Gotcha. So that would be 680 blinds if if he had 68K. He's got ace, deuce of hearts in the hijack and make it 300. Cool. Some clearly terrible player named Gal calls in the button with queen, six of spades. Okay. Because that play alone is enough to say this is clearly, it seems bad. clearly a bad player. Yeah. Artie Paps is in the big blind. He's got ace of spades, king of clubs. It's a dream spot. You know what time it is. Artie Paps time. Squeeze time. I'm going to I'm gonna put in the squeeze time drop right there. Okay. So act like, I just, like you just heard it. I'm going to do it again right now. Squeeze time. We have a squeeze time drop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you can't hear it, but they will hear it, so you need to act like you hear it, and we'll cut this part out oh, later. Okay. <laughs> that sounds great. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't want it to sound unprofessional. No, 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 me either. Okay, good. <laughs> great, okay. All right, sweet. All right, so back to the... All right, so you just said uh, Let me do it one more time, so that way I'll, you can be totally... Okay. Like, okay, so basically, I'm going to say I'm going to say it, and yeah. then give it like two, two or three seconds, and then you start talking, Okay. I just said it. Okay, here we go. So I'm going to say it now. Squeeze time. I think Jonathan just said squeeze time. Um, so anyway, <laughs> five years on, we still find these these little nuggets to mine, don't we? Yeah, yeah. If anybody is unclear, that was a bit we did just now. We know that it's in the podcast, <laughs> you idiots who believe that it wasn't. You're someone so- somewhere, we still get asked. Actually, someone asked on Poker Time. One of the players asked, "Are the interns real?" It was Wheel. Yeah, are the interns real? <laughs> and. Everyone laughed at him, including us. Because that's a very funny thing to ask. It was great. He said it was so sincere. Anyway, Artie Paps does squeeze. He makes it 1,600 with his ace king over the 300. He's got a lot more chips. He's got 96K. Okay. And it's back to Andy, and we know Andy's How much? Did we say how much Art made it? Uh, 1,600. Okay. Ace king off, ace of spades, king of clubs. Andy, as Andy is wont to do, I think he's the person whose hands I've seen have the highest frequency of four bets. Is going to four bet his ace deuce of hearts. It's actually a good candidate when they're this deep. It's a reasonable and, candidate. And Art has squeezed out of the big blind when Andy opens the hijack and there's a caller. It yep. seems like a really good time, actually, if you're going to have a bluff four bet when you have an ace blocker and a suited wheel. It's yep. kind of perfect. I agree. It's like a Wonka approved play. <laughs> Andy four bets to 5,700. Okay. Seems like perfectly good sizing. It's going to fold out Art's fluff. Um, yeah, a lot of the time it is. Art, of course, does not have fluff. Gal folds the queen six and ends oh. the experiment of horribleness. Gal's the guy who made that call with like deuce three against oh, yeah, someone that time. And everybody was like, greatest call of everybody all celebrated time. and we were like, it's we like did it. We did it right there. We're like, it's probably not a good play. It's a terrible play. Turns happening. out he's just flatting queen six on the button yeah. with maniac. Opens. Anyway, moving on. So art's in a bit of a spot. I know it's Andy and Andy's crazy. What spot do you think he's in? I mean, the question of re- raising or calling. Yeah. Okay. I mean, like, never folding, right? Okay. No. Originally, I thought Andy had like 30K total. That's and then I think why would the bike thought that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. So I thought it was it's at least a reasonable conversation, especially against Andy to raise right now. Um, Although it kind of sucks. Even if Andy is 30K, you know, mm-hmm. that's kind of not a great spot. 300 blinds preflop with Ace King. I don't disagree, but Andy's a guy you could reasonably like you're often um, you block aces and kings. Of course, when Andy calls, you're usually flipping. Um, not always, but usually I think that's not true. I think you think Andy's folding queens, not necessarily, but I think he's not calling with jacks. I don't know what he's doing with jacks. 
If he's four betting Jackson, he's got 30K total. He's probably going with. I don't know what Andy's doing. For 50, it's only 5,700 he's put in. You don't yeah. have to go with Jax at all. Yeah, you're right. You really don't. Um, it's a weird way to play Jax or to turn him into a bluff, yeah. but it doesn't mean he isn't doing that. Um, the problem with Ace King, of course, is you miss the board a lot with Ace King, like a lot. And it wants yeah. to see five, all five cards, and you definitely do have fold equity. I think it's if Andy had 30K, it's, it's reasonable to move in, even though you're like, it's so dumb. I think it's too much. It's 300 blinds. I know it's Andy, but you, he's... You don't actually have to move in, but you can effectively move in, which is right, the same Right, but you thing, can't right? fold if you get Right, yeah, you can, make, you can make it 12K. So the, no, you'd be more than 12. It'd actually be like, yeah, you make it like so 14. Is, I mean, not, it's the same thing. The move, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's a meaningless conversation to have right, that. Right. What I'm saying is I don't know if you... Basically, the question is to five bet to get it in or not. Right. right. Um, if Andy were to have 30K, which he doesn't. Which he doesn't but. anyway. I think it's totally fine to just call in either scenario. So that way you just... So it's just not a problem. But the pot is going to... Be, you're going to have stack-to-pot issues right away, meaning, like, if you... F- with the flop, you're usually just going to have to give up because the pot's so freaking big. You know what I mean? Unless Andy bets unbelievably small on the flop. Yeah. I mean, I feel which like it sucks. A- We're going to miss out on 40% of the, the board, you know, which could make us a winner. Or we could also have the best hand sometimes, as we see. Andy's got ace-deuce. I feel like it's an easy move-in if Andy has, like, 18K, but... Oh, my God. 30K course. makes it kind of... 20K, weird. I think it's an easy move-in. Right. Yeah, I guess it's just uh, you hate to get it in range that Andy has for those amounts. Yeah, but he made it fifty-seven. He's just like it's set up pretty easily against a guy who can be super wide here. Not maybe not super wide, but wide, clearly wide. Anyway, he doesn't have that amount. He's got sixty-two thousand, sixty-eight, right? sixty-eight, or more. So to me, this is now a much clearer spot where you would want to call. Right, because now if you're Art and you five bet, you have to fold to a six bet. I think you do. Like, if you make it, say, 17K, you would I mean, go. That's pretty big, actually. Yeah, you wouldn't need to make it that much. If you make it 14K. Yeah, 14 is fine. And Andy makes it 33. Like, you're folding, right? Yeah. You have to. And it seems just such a bad way to play against Andy, who might make it 33, for yeah. all I know. From the, from the things I know about him, it's, it's at least possible he's, he's not, he doesn't only have aces and kings, when he, or maybe even just aces yeah. when he makes it 33. So. That's a problem. Like, you'd also hate for him to have queens and make a 33 and fold. Like, you'd right. hate that, too. This way, we get to sort of guarantee a lot by, by, um, by calling. So I, so I think in this spot, it's, it plays pretty clearly as a call when you get four bet. I, think. I agree. So I think an interesting discussion now, because Art does decide to call. Okay. And let's assume that Andy's the effective tech. But you know what? It's, he has so many chips in front of him in this game. I don't know the denominations. Let's, let's just assume he has 68K. Though. Okay, the, fine. Just for, for all the stuff we're going to talk about. So what is Art's calling range here? Good question. Obviously, Ace-King makes a lot of sense. Yes. King-Queen suited. Do you think he does that with King-Queen suited? Against Andy, he might, but like, it sucks. I could see, I it could see a, it's there. a great squeeze hand. And then king-queen suited, like, you're deep enough, and it's Andy. You, it plays well enough post-flop. I could see calling with king-queen suited. I could, but, ugh, like, if all of Andy's value has this in so much trouble. Yeah. So unbelievably much trouble. Versus ace-king, we're actually, we're doing okay against his value, and we block a lot of his value. Yeah. We don't block nearly as much. We block some. Um, king-queen also suited especially plays pretty well as a call pre i mean all, so does ace king but it, but it can suited plays better as a call priest it's just without a three bet i mean even yeah yeah but i'm saying like but if, if he decided if he, three if bet decided of, course, like, of course clearly that's going to be in his squeeze range sometimes sometimes and he opens the hijack agreed i probably find a fold with king queen suited um because i'd be worried about flops where, flops where i hit top pair and just gets get lose so much money well, i just don't have to then do you have the same problem with ace queen suited 
I think against Andy, I'm just going to be forced to stick around with Ace Queen suited. I also do better because now at least I can. I have got. Uh, I do better against Kings now at least. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's one more hand, and that's the hand I don't block. So that's kind of nice. Kings makes a lot of sense, and I don't block it. And it feels uh, a little better. And then I, I don't have to worry about aces. I, I block, which is nice too. So so that 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 works me. I have a, I have more equity with Ace Queen significantly. Okay. Also, if he has a baby ace, which as we see, he can have Ace Queen is dominating that. Which I don't know if he's ever doing this with like King Nine suited. So you're calling with Ace Queen off if you're Art? <sighs> probably not. Having said all that, probably throwing that away. What about all pocket pairs? Like if he does this with deuces, he probably right. has to call. It's forty one hundred more, and he's got sixty eight k total. Yeah, I think you're right. He does have to call. Um, I would assume Art isn't doing this with all pocket pairs, but but he might have like sevens plus. Yeah, I think yeah he has to call, but it's going to be rough sailing with Andy, especially super rough sailing. But but I mean, some I guess if we're going maybe we're calling with all our pocket pairs. Period. Maybe we just call with everything, like including aces and kings and stuff. And yeah, I would imagine cute. Art's going to have some pocket aces and kings yeah. that he flats with, obviously. So so if he does that, that makes it a little bit better to be able to flat with sevens, right? Yeah. Okay, because nines pluses, I think you can't ever fold to Andy's four bet here. No, nines have enough standalone value that you can sometimes call without improving. Yeah, against Andy's range. Yeah. There's some players where that would not be true. Yeah. So then you can still try and flop a set even against that. So so at this point, Art's range is so much more clearly defined than Andy's because Andy can have pretty much anything. I mean, we know he has a blocker. Maybe he's blocker heavy here for his bluffs. But, you know, we've seen Andy do it with random hands, too. Right. And we don't really have a sense of Andy's four bet frequent four bet bluff frequency, but we know it's higher than a lot of players, and that a lot of players it's zero or n- or nearly zero. And he's clearly higher than that, so that's good. And like you said, yeah, Art Art. I don't know if Art actually has a range advantage because Andy's value when he's four betting isn't sevens, eights, and nines, right? Yeah, um, it isn't other worst pocket pairs, and it isn't. But Art, probably Art has Art has a real hand off. though. Like Art has a real hand exactly. For sure. Whereas exactly. Andy doesn't have to. Have but a real but hand. Andy does have his his. Four, but his value hands are really strong. Yeah. And then he has a fair amount of bluffs too, probably. So it's, it's a weird spot. Anyway, so yeah. So it's an interesting spot already. Yay. It is a weird spot. And it's a weird spot for you, the listener, if you haven't yet signed up for Nitrogen Sports mm. Poker mm. using the link in the description of the podcast. And it's weird because it's awkward because you don't want to be that, that person. Awkward things make people struggle. Yeah. You don't want to struggle, do yeah. you? Jack. That's what you call people when you're kind of like being insulting, sort of. That's pretty good. Yeah. Buddy is a good one, too. Hey there. Hey there, buddy. Let's just settle down. Come on, guy. Hey, hey. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey, buddy. Sign up for nitrogen, you, you guy. <laughs> yeah, anyway, use the link in the description. That helps us. It lets nitrogen know that you came from us, which is, which is great. Wow. That's crazy what you just said. You came from us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> You can well, let nitrogen know that you are our product. We've cr- <laughs> created you and sent you to nitrogen. I mean, you guys should do a lot more for us than just that if we made you. That's our fault. We're the creators. Yeah. Okay. Fair anyway, enough. when you use the link, you get access to our monthly Poker Guys tournament. If you don't use the link when you sign up for nitrogen, you don't get access. There are a thousand buy-ins guaranteed. It's a good deal. We never even get more than 200 players. Oh my god, two hundred even would that be would be a, incredible. It would be. We'd be super Nike, excited about that. Nitrogen. We just hit one twenty three last month, and we were like, we were we had a little party at Nitrogen Poker Guys headquarters, which is a special headquarters combining both the Nitro headquarters and the Poker Guys HQ. It's uh, it only comes around once every uh, Blood Moon, so 
Yeah, and it's in like the middle of the ocean. It's like an evil lair. It's pretty. Yeah, except we're cooking up happiness and champagne. You don't drink champagne. You know what I do drink? The blood of the innocent. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I mean, fine. What else? (laughs) You got got something? What? (laughs) You're just sitting there? I drink awkwardness. Oh, so you're trying to do that as awkwardly as possible? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, it worked. I don't know. It was just... You did a lot of filler. You kept filling in. And I think you felt a little awkward, bro. No, I felt like as podcasters, you're supposed to actually say things. There you go. That, what do you think awkwardness is all about? That. <laughs> right. Good definition. You have come forth from us. <laughs> no, season one of The Office. That's what awkwardness is all about. All right. Anyway, Art oh. has called. Okay. We're moving along. Diwali, that episode. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That is as awkward as it gets. Also, Scott's Tots. But moving on. Scott's Tots is the most oh. awkward. Scott's Tots. I think Diwali, the first time I saw it, I was watching it like on my TiVo, and I literally paused it as he was about to make the proposal because I could see it coming, and it was so hard. I had to stop. I couldn't just watch it through. Anyway. I often... Another aside, why not? <laughs> so I've been doing a watch-through of The Office when I'm riding a stationary bike, and I do like interval training on a bike where I go fast sometimes and, and slower speed sometimes. And when I'm watching the office, I kind of ignore my intervals. And whenever I start to feel really awkward is when I go really fast, cause it's harder to pay attention to the show. So, oh, wow. so I'm just like, okay, this is where I'm going to go really fast and like, just put my body in physical pain instead of dealing with all of this awkwardness, the coping mechanism. <laughs> yeah. And also an exercise strategy. Yes. That as well. Anyway, moving on. Okay. So we've got the four bet from Andy to 5,700 with ace, deuce of hearts, and Art is called out of the big blind out of position with ace, king off the ace of spades and the king of clubs. The pot is $11,875. The flop is great for Art. It's king of diamonds, 10 of clubs, deuce of clubs. He's even got the king of clubs in his hand as a backup. Of course, Andy's flopped a deuce as well. Yeah. There's nothing to do but check his Art, right? I don't know why we would bet. Like, what are we hoping is going to happen? We're hoping to... Get the minimum amount of value possible for our hand. Yep. I mean, yeah, it seems bad. It seems like, I guess Andy could just call down with two jacks. I guess you could do an Oscar Ng and bet like 150. Okay, but if we check, Andy's just going to bet anyway a lot, right? Yeah. I mean, maybe not here because he actually has something, but like so often if he doesn't, if he has ace five or something, he's just going to bet a lot. Yep. Anyway. This king high flop is supposed to hit Andy, right? Yep. So our checks... What do you think Andy should do? He's flop bottom pair. It doesn't really feel like showdown value against a lot of Art's range. If Art can have ace-queen suited, that's like the one hand in the world we're beating. We can fold out some of his pocket pairs right now. I think I like a bet. You, do you expect to fold out nines minus? I think we got a real shot at it. I do too. I think we should go for that. I think we should bet like 4,700, 4,600 and see if nines just want to throw it away on that board. And we block a set of deuces, which I guess is part of Art's range some of the time. It helps. And yeah. we think sometimes Art is going to five bet uh, kings. Yep. Tens are squarely there, of course. Ace-king is probably reasonably there. King-queen suited might be there. Okay. But still... Jackson queens aren't folding either. Nope. Not yet. Not yet. But we can maybe fold them out later if we decide we want to try. I think we have to bet right now. I think so, too. But Andy checks back, which you know I don't love against Art's range. Yeah. I don't... Uh, maybe we're wrong about Art's range and it's wider. Maybe he shows up with hands like 7-8 suited, but I don't really think so. I think that's unlikely. I mean, if he does, that's more reason to bet, isn't it? Just to protect against those hands? Yeah. The pot yeah. is already big. Right. I guess... I was saying that because I was going to put it in conjunction with my point that it feels like 
the majority of arts range is beating Andy, uh, and also the majority of arts range might be willing to fold on this flop. Yeah. So those uh, are two great things to put together and, and bet. And we don't even need the majority of it to fold, right? I mean, if we can fold out 35 to 40% of his range, that is a huge success if we bet 35 to 40% of the pot because we're also we're beating out part of his range that's beating us, and we're, we're knocking out equity, and we set up... When we get called, we can still get him to fold later sometimes. By the way, sometimes we improve with an ace or reduce, and we build a pot for that. Like, there's good reasons to bet here. I don't really get this check. Yeah, me neither. All right, we don't like it. Okay. Andy's like, uh, maybe Andy's in, like, kind of give-up mode. Maybe. You know? Maybe he's like, oh, you called. You have a big hand. I know you're calling me on the flop. Forget it. Like, maybe, I mean, I Andy's played with money. art a lot. Maybe Andy correctly is thinking that art doesn't really have nines minus that often like he's usually flatting that out of the big blind instead of squeezing with it you know maybe and so and, he's just like what's the point yeah betting okay well if that's true then i like the check yeah if, if art's range is like ace queen tens plus jackson queens and sometimes kings and aces then it's not a good time to bet obviously he's just like i was attacking your squeeze it didn't work i don't want to lose more money you're you're calling way too often i'm done like yeah. maybe i'll get lucky and improve but whatever i'm done yep yeah that, that's actually that's a reasonable plan but I just just for people to notice in both these cases, what we're talking about is having a plan and a strategy for whichever way, whatever way you're going. Like you could take the check route or you could take the bet route, but there has to be good reasons behind it so that way you know what to do on the on turns and rivers, also, right? Yeah. Versus just like randomly betting or checking because it feels weird or something, which people do a lot, you know. Yeah. Sometimes people feel like being the preflop aggressor, they have to bet. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially when the pocket's big like this. Yeah. I mean, I can understand betting yeah. just for that reason. Actually. Well, I think, I mean, it's a good reason to bet. <laughs> the pot's huge. But ultimately, this all comes down to Andy's perception of art's range that he gets here with, yeah. right? Like, if our initial ranging of art was correct, this is a very bad check. But if it's a much tighter range, then maybe it's okay on this board. And maybe we're concerned as Andy, like, maybe we're like, I don't know if I can ever get Queens to fold. Like, forget yeah. about now. How about if I bet all three streets? He might, art's the kind of guy who might call me Andy down with Queens. I know my rep. So I just don't want to try. Like, forget it. And maybe like, I'll hit an ace or a deuce. Yeah, but really, I was, what I was trying to do was win pre-flop. It didn't work. No reason to throw another $20,000 after this 5700 Like, it's okay. I'm ready to move on here. Yeah. Kind of a thing. Maybe he would bet if there was a 10 or king of hearts on the board, so he had a backdoor flush draw, more ways maybe. to feel comfortable betting the turn. Right. So he can bet small now, fold, maybe fold out a little stuff, or give himself an opportunity to barrel the turn and, and get some wins yeah. there. But anyway, I, that's, that's fair, too. That's fair, too. But it's, those have got to be the reasons for doing these things, I think, whichever way you want to go. Anyway, Andy checks back, and he gets the miracle deuce of diamonds on the turn. It's now king, ten, deuce, deuce. I mean, that's there a cruel, cruel card. two clubs on the flop. Art, of course, has ace, king, feeling like he for sure has the best hand. It would be really weird not to have the best hand right now as Art. And Yet. you surely would never think that deuce mattered. Yet Art checks interesting this has to be because he thinks andy has a lot of bluffs yes and that andy cannot help himself must bluff now right i think that's exactly i think i think he correctly maybe correctly is the wrong word he thinks andy was giving up on the flop yeah and he's like look andy i i'm afraid too and don't have any i have his queen i'm afraid you have jacks and you're not gonna fold fold his queen now yeah yeah you know knock out my equity you son of a bitch um yeah it's got to be that yeah makes sense i get it Mm -hmm. what i don't get is Andy's check back. Andy checks back when he hits his miracle deuce. He doesn't block any of Art's range with that deuce, except for, like I said, a set of deuces, which is rare anyway and now impossible. So, I mean, Art could have a king and check twice. He could have queens or jacks. He's definitely not folding either of those. If he has a hand like ace-10 suited, He's maybe. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know if he can get here he with ace-10. Maybe not, but... 
If he has, if he has jacks plus, he's definitely calling. He might call nines and eights now. Also, he might. He yeah. might not, but he might. Um, I'm surprised. Also, like if he had ace queen, he might bet himself here on the turn, right? Where he's like, okay, well, nothing changed. I have a gutter to Broadway, and I'm going to be check folding otherwise. And you look like you're giving up, so maybe I'll win sometimes. Yeah, might be worth it. Also. A queen or an ace may be good. I may have 10 outs here. Sometimes even if you call, I can try and bluff the river sometimes depending, you know, like I can do like, I think Art might bluff a fair amount on the turn himself if he has a miss. So yeah. I don't really don't get why Andy doesn't bet now. Yeah, but he checks back. I guess he's just thinking Art is going to have to bet the river whether or not he has it a lot of the time. And that's how I get my value. I mean, okay. Don't we want to build a pot though so we can get all the money? Wouldn't it be great to get all the money? It's tough to get all of the money. Okay, not fair me. enough. Two streets, though. Yeah. It's much easier to get two streets by going bet, bet right now rather than like, the only way to get two streets otherwise is to is hope he bets and then raise the river and get called. Now, Art has the kind of hand. It's not impossible, but I don't know why, as Andy, we would think that. As opposed to like if Art's got two nines or two jacks, absolutely we can get two streets of value if we, if we bet here. Mm, yeah. This just feels like a mistake. It does. But Andy checks. Is it possible Andy is thinking about the metagame and he wants to be able to, he, he does this line a lot. He four bets and then is giving up and checks twice. And so he, want, he needs to be able to have some really strong hands. That's reasonable. That's the only reason I can come up Considering with. Considering how frequently Andy four bets. Yeah. Maybe that, maybe that makes sense. Four bets and then he gives up sometimes yeah. too. I don't know how often he really gives up. But, but then he gives up and then decides he can win on the river. So he wants to be able to win on the river in those times. I guess. Maybe, maybe he's literally trying to protect a particular line that he feels like he takes a little too often with bluffs. And so he's doing this. That's the only possible reason I can come up with. It's a cool reason. It does sound good. I don't know if it's real. Yeah, I don't either. It sounds like a stretch, honestly. But what is real is the river. It's a three of spades. Yeah. Yeah. Went down to the river in a, in a boat. You went to the river in a boat, or you went, got to the river and then got in a boat? I went down to the river in a boat. So you were in like a trailer? Where the boat was on a trailer hitch? No. Nope. And you were in the boat? No. You rode the boat to the river? Yes. On like the street? No. Was it have wheels on it, the boat? No. How did it happen? I was in the water. So you went from a stream to the river? I went from some other tributary to the river something that connected to the river so either a stream or a river i don't know i'm not i'm not making claims about you know what the body of water is called i am making claims about the boat all right this is a and great discussion the transportation that i took anyway i went down to the river okay the river is three, three of spades three of spades the board now reads king of diamonds ten of clubs deuce of clubs deuce of diamonds three of spades art has ace king and he's got ace deuce it's not fair you know what time it is it's time for Artie Paps to lose some money. Yeah. <laughs> That's got to be what time it is. So Art decides he's going to lose at least 12K, which is about a pot-sized bet. He bets wow. 12K. He's trying to make it look like he's got ace-queen and to get called by jacks or something, right? Yeah, and if Andy decided to play jacks or queens like this, he might feel like he has to call. I think he probably does. Yeah. And, it, or it, even in a hand like ace-10, Andy could have as well. Yeah. If he got... I mean, now it looks like Andy generally has some weak showdown value, right? Not yeah. strong showdown value like he actually has. Like a 10 or a medium pocket pair. A pocket pair below Kings anyway. So yeah, I think it's fine to bet really big and assume you're getting nearly the same amount of calls and if you bet half pot. Yeah. So might as well go big. I like I like the sizing by art. All right. And Andy's got a raise, yes, right? He has to. The only thing he has to be worried about are threes full, tens full, and kings full. All of them are very unlikely. Very, very unlikely. 
already did a bit big, but he can have ace king. He can have king queen, probably. He can have king queen. He can have aces. Maybe he can have queens even. Maybe. He's probably not calling queens if he gets raised too often. He's got to fold something. Sure, but that's that's fair. That's fair. But I'm just thinking about the sizing of it. Like, yeah. Like, he, I think we just have to raise. And We've Andy so underwrapped our hand. Andy does. This has all worked out great for Andy. Art has a hand he can consider calling with. Yeah. Andy makes it 30,700. Quick thought experiment before we get into what Art actually does. What if Art goes all in? What's Andy supposed to do now? If Andy has starting the river, he starts with like 61K. He puts in half a stack. He raises the river and Art goes all in. Is Andy supposed to call or fold? I think I, think I, think I know a, the answer. I think he's supposed to fold. I think he's supposed to call. All right. Why do you think he's supposed to fold? He blocks aces, which is a hand Art wouldn't do this with. So, so that that's make a good any point. <laughs> okay. I, had, I had a point with him. Okay. I don't, I don't okay. know where it went. All right. But he doesn't block kings full, tens full, or threes full. He does not. Absolutely not. Right. He does block hands that Art might turn into a bluff like ace-king. Why would he think ace-king is... Art would never turn ace-king into a bluff. Ace-queen. Sure. He, that hand. Okay. Not ace-king, though. That's all. Like Most Art. likely It'd not. be really weird for Art to yeah. turn top-top into a bluff. Yeah, I mean, you block kings full. Like, what are you hoping to fold out, you know? Like, you block kings full, you fold out aces. <laughs> <laughs> right, which you also block. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a good point, but... Um, he doesn't block any of the things he wants to block, which like art is only doing this with Kings full tens full or threes full, right? Those are the only hands he would move. Yeah, with. I think so. And in fact, I don't even, threes I full might I, just yeah, be a call. I think he's probably not doing it with threes full just in case. Yeah. So it's but only tens full or tens full. full. Tens full feels like the obvious hand. Yeah. Right? Okay. Um, so the reason why, okay. So the reason why I think he's supposed to call and not fold is because the story is so freaking weird like, it makes no sense that I could see Art not knowing what to do and being like, you know what? Fuck you. Congratulations, Andy. There's no way you, ha- you have it. And just moves into, like, fold them out. And Fair. That, that's why I think we'd probably but force But typically, I would think that if you had ace-deuce in this scenario, it would be a fold against most players. I agree. It, if, I agree. If it's not Andy and it's it, not this line, yeah. I agree. But this line also even adds more to the, like, how can he have it spot. You know? Yeah. So that's why I think he has to call. I 100% agree against... Most of the poker playing public, if I raise the river with ace deuce here and get shoved on for two times my bet, I am finding a fold against most of those players. Against the players who overvalue their hands, maybe not, right? Yeah. Because some guys can have a weird deuce. You know, no, once the, the preflop action sort of precludes that yeah, from happening. Yeah, that's not really likely. But, um, but you know how it can be <laughs> with people um, in terms of what they, what they show up with some players, right? Yeah. Um, but, again, but against everyone else, it's usually like tens full, like kind of only, and then we can fold. I just don't think that's probably true here because of the line and because of the player. Yeah, and... And Artie is capable of doing weird stuff. And to too. be clear, if Art had actually moved in here with whatever he had, this would have been suggested by far more people than Mark Testart. It would have been like... Yeah, I think a, you're right. More of a splashy hand. Yeah. But as it stands, Art has ace-king, and like you said, there makes no sense to move in with ace-king. Can't move in with ace-king. The only question is, should he fold? Okay, well, my snap answer to this, and when I did watch the hand, and I think I said it at the time, too, I'm like, oh, Art has to call. Yeah. That's my quick answer. So maybe we can explore this a little closer and see if I still feel that way. Is the, that, what's, what's your snap the thing? On the, the one initial thing that makes me lean, I'm not leaning towards a fold, but the one point in favor of folding yeah. is Art's initial sizing. That is something bet, that is fair. He bet pot and Andy raised anyway. That's a really good point. And I, I thought about that as you were describing the si- bet size, that it was pot. And I was like, that is makes it a little tougher. The thing is, it's Andy. Yeah, the things that make me... I mean, 
Andy's most likely value hands that he would play this way, I think, are tens full, kings full, and aces. Um, pocket threes. He might play pocket he threes might, exactly. He might play way. pocket threes like that. I don't know if he's actually going to four-bit pocket threes because he may because he doesn't have a blocker. I don't yeah. know what he's going to do with them. But if he if he has that in his range, he might play it just like this. But let's assume he doesn't for okay. a second. So would you agree that if he's going to do any wonky value stuff, he's, it's going to be tens full, kings full, or aces here? I think so. Do we think you could ever have ace king and make this raise? Maybe ace king. I think he because aces and ace king play similarly, yeah. not exactly the same, but pretty close. Yeah, ace king feels like the absolute bottom of the range. Like he's not doing with king queen, no. right? Because Art can have ace king. Yeah, Art has a little bit of aces, fine, but mostly doesn't have aces, right? Yeah, but ace king, sure, when they're as deep as they are. Right. So point being that Andy blocks two of those hands, or Art blocks two of those hands. He blocks aces and he blocks kings. Yes, and he blocks ace king, which is less important, but blocking kings is important. He blocks kings hardcore. Yeah, and he blocks aces pretty hardcore. Yeah. Uh, and he doesn't block tens full, but tens full is more, less likely than kings to take this line, in my opinion, because it, there's a king out there on the flop, and he's more likely to bet a set of tens than a set of kings. I think that's true. So he blocks the most likely, like, super value hand that Andy has of kings full. Right. And then he, I think Andy might take this line with aces and, like, try to get all his value on the river, too. He makes, might. Makes he might sense because Art doesn't really have any deuces. At the same point, I mean, yeah. He might just bet the flop a lot, though. Too, he doesn't block it. He doesn't block it. It's true. It's but, true. But, but but he might not. Similar. It's similar to tens, right? Betting the betting the flop reasons. Right. It's pretty similar, except that you with tens you don't block ace king. With aces you do. Mm-hmm. But okay, he can. He probably could show up with aces. Ace king plus. I agree. Um, tens full seems like the most likely thing, as we've yeah. been saying the whole way. Right. So that's the most likely one, and and and, and art doesn't block that, which is bad. But he does block the other things. No, no, tens full is not the most likely one. King's full is the most likely one to take this line, in my opinion. But there's only one combo of kings. Right, right. What I mean is without knowing Art's oh, hand. Right, right, right. Because yep. he blocks yeah. kings too, so he'd be more likely to check yeah. the flop. Yeah. Yeah. So I think because we block these important hands, it makes it a call because it's Andy. I also would assume that King's full would bet by the turn anyway. Like when Art checks again. Now, Andy didn't bet ace deuce, so it's the same thing. I'll admit. But if I was Art, I would assume, like, his strong value would bet the turn because I checked again, and I usually have showdown value here. Like, he's going to try and build a pot. Um, so that would be yet another reason to call, let alone just... It went check, 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 check. Art did bet pot, but it's Andy. And he's the kind of guy who might be like, oh, I can attack the pot size bets even more because Art knows he has to fold when I raise. Yeah. Kind of and he's that kind of a guy. Yeah, I think this is just a really unlucky spot for Art, and he has to call. I do, too. That's what he does. Yeah. And he loses... You know, $37,000. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's a, that would be the biggest pot of my life. I'm just going to tell you right now. Well, it's not art. So. I played a lot of cash game hands. I've never played one that big. Yeah, you've never played 5,100. I have not. And I'm, I would hate to be in a spot like this. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you right now. Because I would definitely find a call. This is, um, and I would cry about it. So being, being Andy's, you know, double-edged sword, of course, you spew off a lot of chips every once in a while, but you are a lot more likely to get paid in these spots than the average player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Like, I think, as we were saying, like, Art, I'm sure, can find a fold against a bunch of players, some of the less creative players mm-hmm. um, who just always have it there. He just is like rolls his eyes and folds, basically. Like, at best, we're chopping because you never have bluffs, and we're probably not chopping because you probably wouldn't raise ace-king, so we're not even chopping, and I'm just always losing. Easy fold. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. Hey, real quick before we go. Yeah. I just want to talk about our book. So yeah, it might be out by now. If it is, we've tweeted about it and you can find it on our Twitter. We are the poker guys on Twitter. Um, we're not entirely sure when it's going to release at the very moment that we're doing this, but we're very close to releasing this book. It's called how can he fold with three question marks, incredible poker hands, broken down decision by decision. It's a really nice looking poker book. Like that's the first thing I'll say. We got an interior designer and she did a great job. Yeah, it looks, it great. looks great, but it's, it's a really fun book and we're proud of it. We're, it's just many chapters of hands that we do conversational breakdowns on. And yeah, it's kind it, of a different format than the podcast because it's a little more formal. It feels different. It's like a text conversation. Like it's almost like we're texting each other back and forth about something like 25 to 30 different really big, interesting hands. Um, yeah, we're really pleased with the book. We think yeah. it came out. We do it in a ascending order of difficulty. So the first hands in the book are like a little bit less complex and by the end of the book you're gonna have to read the hand three or four times to understand what's going on it's like it's fun it's fun when we were editing it um reading those last few hands sometimes i'd be like whoa this is just like a lot you know like this is complex stuff yeah it was great so you're gonna be able to find it on amazon um Mm -hmm. it'll be under our author names of grant dennison and jonathan levy and it's called how can he fold uh you can also find it on our twitter which of course we'll link to it and we'll probably tweet about it a bunch we're also are going to have a website which we don't know what it is yet but this will be tweeted out and stuff too yeah where you can get all the electronic copies of it so we're going to have it in all the formats and you can get it from there and you can also get a kindle version on amazon but we'll have the kindle version on our website too and if you had to pick we'd love for you to buy it off our website yeah because amazon takes a surprising amount of the money <laughs> yeah and so we'd love it if you know but we didn't give it to we didn't enrich jeff bezos even more but we don't hate if you buy it on amazon and leave a verified review because that's true that's very important to the book you know being known by others as well and we'd really appreciate your support in that yeah. regard we really would. Anyway, that's our little pitch on the book. You should check it out. Cool. All right. Music is my sunlight, and all I need is one mic. And I can show every single MC how it's done right. Every time I come by, I'm bound to leave them so tired. I'm sipping on liquor, a quitter is what I'm not. We got one life. And I took a minor break, but I'm back to claim the throne. And gonna be traveling the globe. We still have time to make it home.